0: We're back for another episode. <laughs> All right, got our we got our uh, our subject for today that you talked about on Sunday, mm-hmm. which was mainly had to do with uh, getting in the prayer closets, yeah, doing things in secret, and not, and you know, like where Jesus says that they have received the reward. Because yeah, your father who
1: sees in secret will reward you. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and then and uh, he mentions the Pharisees receive their reward too because their reward is that people mm-hmm. look at them and go, "Oh, yeah, that's right, they're so great," you know. But there's no reward from God. Mm-hmm. When right, you're out there. Oh, thank you, God. I'm not like that tax collector kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, <clears throat> so that's what the main subject there. And you've had, I guess, like a major improvement in your relationship with the Holy Spirit lately doing this?
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: you were talking yeah. about that, mm-hmm. right? And yep. just the Holy Spirit just, like, I mean, speaking to you or just helping you understanding scriptures? Is there anything specific? Yeah,
1: that's a really great question because it would be like, so, uh, you know, for the last three weeks or so, um, I would basically, I think what you would, sort of or like probably what saints in the past would have called like uh you mean kind of like an extra okay. special almost like I think a few people call them consolations almost where um so there's ideas like basically when um you know when you're praying that you know and actually Martin Luther he you know he would say things like um like pray until you pray. Um, and which basically is like you have a sense of you're meditating on the scriptures, uh, even you're praying, you're letting your request be known to God. But there is a time then where you really are like, oh, okay, God really is present. Like I can sense it, and it's a lot, and his word is very specific to me. Things that are coming to mind are very specific, very right, very, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, you know, Paul would talk about it in Romans five as how hope does not disappoint us because God pours His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and so it's the idea of this experiential, um, you know, experiential realness of the experience. So you're literally experiencing it in your mind and your body. Um, you know, Paul talks about. Uh, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, right? the how I, you know praise that people would see how high, wide, long, and deep is the love of Christ, the love the love that surpasses knowledge, right, which is basically more again that experiential type thing. And so, yeah, really for me, in like the last three weeks or so, um, almost every day in solitude and in prayer has been um, just really powerful outpourings of. God's spirit on my life that, um, has been very specific to my need, uh, brought a lot of healing to my heart, great specific words for things that have just touched my heart deeply, things that I've, you know, had for, um, you know, even things that I felt like he's given me there that I needed to talk to Jenny my wife about, which have been incredibly powerful in our, both our, you know, relationships, like, just like the perfect word, you know? So it's, it's been awesome. I mean, it's really been transformative. Um, and so, uh, and it's been really, really, really powerful. So, so for me, yeah, it's like a very, it's almost like, a, you know, it's just a, it's an outpouring of God's love. And, uh, you know, when I talked about it in the sermon yesterday, it's just, um, you know, it, it really is, uh, you know, I don't want people to see it as something as a uh, as something that you couldn't that couldn't happen, you know, for them, right? And that's really what the reward of the Father who is in secret, right? That Jesus says in Matthew six, uh, you know, the Father who is in secret will reward you, and it really is. And the Holy Spirit rewards us with His presence, um, and you know, and really makes real our oneness with Christ. And that's a really important part of how what what it means to walk with Christ. Now we are one. We are one. We're you're in union with God through Christ. But to make that real in our life is something that's really important too. It it needs to be not only just a you know just a like sort of legal truth. It needs to be a experiential reality in our lives too. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. So, does this say a couple of
0: things here? Does this say, like, your mileage may vary, sort of thing?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because
0: when we talk about, you know, like your experiences and stuff like that, and it obviously, you know, everyone's experience could be a little bit different. And I'll, I'll get into the second part of my question here in just a moment. But, you know, some people might experience this less doing the same thing that you're talking about, but they might experience it. Less now and more later, or more now and less later. I mean, is that kind of how it works, or is this a, or is there, or is there a firm expectation, and what is going to come from this? Did Jesus lay down a firm expectation in this?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. So, yeah, you're, it's, it's, uh, you know, right now, I have never experienced a string of time where the Holy Spirit has been so powerfully real and in my life and with the frequency of it as I have the last three weeks. So that's never happened before. But, you know, some of what I'm experiencing is not something I've never experienced before, right? And I certainly don't think that I was like, wow, I was really missing what I should have been experiencing all along. Uh, You know, I I don't think that's it either. Um, But I actually do think, by and large, most people do miss out more on the love that God wants to pour out into our hearts, just because we're neglecting getting into our rooms in secret and having some time uh, to pray, um, you know, each day. So, you know, and as I've talked with people, a lot of people are like, I pray until I go to sleep, you know? And it's like, well, you're obviously, in a lot of ways, like you're not, your, your prayer starts and leads to unconsciousness, right? So you're probably not going to get necessarily to the point where, you're actually going to feel like you're in a conversational relationship with God where you're meditating on the scriptures and, you know, he can bring these things to light and you can be very conscious of it and kind of, you know, follow through with it because it's leading to sleep, right? You know, and yeah. so some people are like, it's in the car, you know, it's like, it's really difficult to do in the car, even though it's not, it's better than nothing. But again, it's like you eventually arrive at your destination. You got to get into, you know, kind of thing. This is where like you want to have a little bit of time where it's like, and it doesn't have to be again, like, like long unstructured time. But man, just a little bit of time where it's like, okay, I know I got by myself. I'm going to stay conscious. I'm here actually for this purpose um, instead of tacking it on to some other purpose. So, yeah, I think, you know. In, there's nothing wrong with praying in the car.
0: I pray in the car all the time, you know, especially on my way to a job interview
1: or mm-hmm.
0: anything like that. But, yeah, not having your mind on what's coming up is probably a huge mm-hmm. bonus there. That's right. That, because... Even if you're not directly thinking about it, you know, I know when I'm on my way to work, I can be thinking about something totally different, but really I'm also focused on when I get into work, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is where, you know, I got to go here first. I got to do this first. I got to check that, all those kinds of things. So the next thing is though, like how, cause I, you know, Old, uh, New Testament says, uh, and you can help me out where it's at, uh, to test the spirits. Uh-huh. And so when we talk about testing the spirits, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, somebody who is uh, preaching, you uh-huh. know, you test that, you know, what what are they saying? Does it line up with the scriptures? But doesn't that also apply when we are uh, seeking or, or experiencing these events, uh, you know, where we feel like the Holy Spirit is working uh, in our hearts and everything to also... Check that and make sure that what we're receiving is coming from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Is is that a concern?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Well, and I'll give you even another concern that I think okay. is actually <laughs> really important too. Like, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, and actually, I think what's wonderful about it is is um, I don't think in any way, shape, or form when you know, especially if you're in a time of prayer and you really feel like, this God is. Pouring out his love into your heart by the Holy Spirit, like in a way that makes you feel more worshipful and at peace and joy and, you know, all that kind of thing uh, in God, right? There's, you know, that's, uh, you know, there's one of the, you know, it's, the devil doesn't really want that for you, right? So it's like, right. you, there's a lot of things that, but but I, that, but God certainly um, wouldn't want us to ever think that we don't need to be discerning about uh, you know, about things. Right. And you're right. Like, and, and this is where it gets really personal. Right. So, um, you know, the things I'm going to get in prayer are going to be different than the things you're going to get in prayer. Cause you're just a different person. Right. And you have different, you know, a lot of the things that God does is we know that he heals the broken hearted. I think a lot of times in these, these re- reward and secret prayer, you know, these, the, the, you know, getting alone, and solitude, the Holy Holy Spirit. But a lot of it is, you know, you might find yourself like um, having God just heal some of the things that have really kind of broken your heart, or you're just heavily burdened by, you know. And He actually might reveal some of the causes of those things. And certainly, you're probably going to um, also, in a way, uh, really f- understand some of the uh, the gravity of uh, your sin. I mean, even this morning. Um, it was just as if I, I it, you know, I, I've been talking to you. I was saying yesterday in the service that I'm just like these times I've been having are so dynamic, and then this morning it was just as if, like, I don't know how it could have been more clear to me this morning just how easily I think myself better than other people. Like it just, and so God was like revealing pride. Now it's not as if I don't know that I'm not like prideful, but it was funny just as I felt like the Holy Spirit was being very kind, very personal. I had a lot of peace and joy. I also at the same time could view some of the attitudes of my heart with just this clarity of like, wow, man, just like the default mode of my heart is just like, I am better than you. Like, I am better than everyone I meet. I am better than, you know. And it's uh so, which is like so weird because like you would never want to admit that, really. Um, And it's funny because, you know, God, you know, in James and, and in First Peter, it says God opposes the proud. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting just in my time with prayer today. I was just like, I was almost like, Lord, I see my pride. And I'm like, I am so, now that I'm, Experiencing your love, like, and you know, i experiencing your personal, holy, you know, just the, you just being so personal with me. I'm like, I am so thankful that you opposed the pride in me, where I never was, I've never been like that before. Every time I've read the oppose, he opposes the proud, I'm like, I hope that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, but now I'm like, thank you, Lord, for when you did oppose me. Uh, or oppose me in my pride, and when I was being prideful, and I didn't know it, you know, or even prideful and I did know it, you know, it's like, like uh, it's it was so different, you know. So I was like, but I don't have to be like, is that the devil? I'm like, no, of course that's not the devil. God's you know, like God is, uh, um, you know, at once showing me my sin and at the same time consoling and helping me understand how the depth of His forgiveness for me, you know, and that was very precious. So, um. So, yeah, I'll get, and I guess the other thing I was going to say, I, I, it's a whole other topic, but I'll let you stop and follow up on that. So,
0: <clears throat> I was just going to say, I mean, so, you know, it just kind of like follows the same rule here. I mean, if it lines up with scripture, lines up with the character of God, then you just, you can kind of rest assured there that that is the Holy Spirit, you know, where if it's, uh, say, I don't know, telling you.
1: Go buy a new car. I don't know,
0: <laughs> you know. And you I'll give you $50 one. $50, I'll you know. give you one.
1: I actually, at some point, like was like I felt like God was wanting to give me a lot of money, mm. and and of course I felt like when I got that from my you know my prayer time I was very very excited, <laughs> right? I would uh, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so great. and then of course I was like, you know, man, I'm you know wow. And then you kind of start looking for how is this going to happen and or like, you know, that kind of thing. And, but I was actually like, you know what? A couple things I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to actually repray about it. I'm going to say, Lord, did I really hear this from you? And I'm also going to actually, I'm going to bring that to my wife. And, uh, and then it was like, um, when I reprayed about it, it was actually like, I kind of saw the, some of the foolishness of it and then when i asked told my wife wa- my wife about it she, then i really knew the foolishness of it she was like no that's really dumb you know or whatever oh I mean, <laughs> well, she was nice she was nicer than that but but um but i think one of the things that's easy to do though is you can feel like you can hear some things that can make you very excited but at the same time too like um you know like your you are i i remember thinking this makes me so excited but I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want them to think it's dumb. (laughs) And that's like, but I, but you know, but in real discernment, you shouldn't really be that afraid to tell people what it is you feel like you might be discerning, um, in, in your (laughs) times of prayer, uh, because, you know, uh, you know, you're, because in these times of prayer, nothing becomes more important to you than the love of God, and experiencing the love of God, um, even even a massive amount of money, which I felt like I was going to get, actually, in my experience, like I can tell you, like, wow, I would much rather have the love of God than this big pile of cash. I thought I was going to get. I mean, just in case. I mean, we're pretty good friends, right? <laughs> just in case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you exactly.
0: know, I I, yes, I, right. I get that though. I get that. Like sometimes you do feel like. I mean, you know, like you're gonna. I I feel like I'm like that right now. Uh To be honest with you, because you know we're looking to build a house down on the land that we just bought down in Kentucky, and you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, like something's gotta happen where you know I'm gonna be making more money, and I'll be able to build what I we want, what we Uh want down there, somewhere to like raise our kids. It's gonna be really nice and stuff. And you know, the truth is, I'm like, you know, that might not happen. Yeah, that might not happen. I I feel like it's supposed to, but also at the same time, I'm like, I probably feel like it's supposed to because that's like my probably some pride there and a little bit of greed, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's what I want. And I feel like that, you know, that's what I deserve to raise my kids in kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, might have some of that going on myself. So,
1: yeah, that's a Uh, great point. And I just think it's so funny to me too, because it's like, I'm learning so much too, that it's like, usually when it comes to money or some, like I'll I'll say it this way. Anytime you're in need um, in prayer, like especially if you need, now I've been in a, I'm in a place now because we're trusting God to kind of step out full time Mm -hmm. and just trusting God for money. Uh, And so I'm in need of money. And so, uh, and so, but, but I realized that, When I'm in need of money, it's really hard for me to be neutral about my prayers about money. And so, but what's actually really interesting is the more I experience the love of God in this prayer, in these prayer times I have, you know, are just these, I mean, again, these like, these are not special prayer times. These are just me getting alone, you know, reading the scripture, kind of think what sticks out to me journaling about it ask god to reveal some things that why hey why did this stick out to me lord is there something you want to give me there guides my mind i kind of write it down and it really and a lot of it then it's like it feels like a lot of it just turns into this like powerful uh pouring out of god's love um and uh so it's like nothing special like i'm not you know there's nothing really special but i'm i'm essentially having sort of like a quiet time with pen and paper, you know, and print, you know, so, but it's just, but God wants to reward us there. Right. So,
0: so you're not like Enoch
1: walking so, with God and whatnot. Oh, I am, I am, <laughs> oh, I am are, like, okay. you know, but I just got a nice pen and paper. You know, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's just, and, but now it's funny. I'm like, it's like, I'm learning so much about myself and my lack of neutrality towards money, you know? And how much of a hindrance that is for me um and how much money can trip me up uh and so yeah it's very dynamic very dynamic so yeah. so you you mentioned there uh you know
0: signs and stuff like that like and so you like going back into this full-time ministry you talked about in the sermon uh you know signs that you received, and you were in prayer, and you were kind of on a uh, fourteen years, I think, is what God delivered to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the the thing that always trips me up is when, you know, I hear people say like, "Oh, I was at the park, and I was, I was, you know, I was worried that my grandma wasn't in heaven, and then like this." squirrel ran by and my grandma loves squirrels and like that was my grandma sending me a sign like i just i gotta you know ask like is anyone that's gone to heaven sending signs down to earth (laughs) (laughs) like is i don't see it in the bible like do you i'm just yeah
1: well yeah hopefully mine doesn't sound like that so much. Well, no, you're, uh, that's
0: why That's why I got to bring it up because yours yeah. doesn't, you know, because yeah, yeah. well, you, you weren't like, oh, yeah, my great aunt who passed away was telling yeah. me this, like,
1: yeah, I mean, there is, I mean, a lot of that stuff definitely needs discernment, you know, as a pastor when and I, and, you know, if I'm at a funeral or I'm officiating a funeral and somebody says something like that to me, like. I don't correct them, right? That would be yeah, <laughs> right. That would be yeah. Uh, right. Be yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't correct them, but at the same time, I don't necessarily say how. Oh, that's very cool. Or I don't think I. You know, I don't uh, just try to smile. Or I don't. Or try not to be condescending either. But um. But you know, it, it, grief is one of those things where, uh, and you know, grief is one of those things that can drive you to just try to find anything that you can hold on to to give you some sort of like, uh, assurance or happiness, you know? And so, and, and, you know, even my, when I asked for a sign, when I felt like I got this, um, there will be a 14 year period of time. Like Paul had between or before God exalts me into the ministry that he has for me, which I completely misinterpreted. Right. Um, at first, uh, but, um, and when I asked for a sign, it was because it was so unusual to have such a clear thought like that for me. And, um, and I think when I asked for a sign, it was, it showed me also like how little faith I really had that God was the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, right? Cause I needed a, to, a sign to, to know that was from God. You know, so, and he gave me one, and graciously, right? And that's been very sweet in the meantime. So, um, but I think overall, now that, um, you know, I'm learning to walk with God in prayer, you know, and learning more about the Holy Spirit and our oneness with Christ, hopefully more and more, I will not need, like, signs to know when the Holy Spirit is, uh, you know, working, when God's at work when he has something that he wants spoken and needs to be said. So, yeah.
0: I, you know, that really, I mean, what I gather here though, is like, you know, this, the signs come from God, not from, you know, someone who's passed away or, you know, from, you know, your pet spot, you know, like this. Yeah. And, but like the, the comforting thing, I mean, that's what the Holy spirit does. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, that's,
1: He's, he's, the he's the comforter,
0: yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so when I mean, like, sure, maybe you know, you were there and you were concerned about your grandmother's salvation, and your grandmother loves squirrels, and a squirrel came by. <laughs> that's not your grandmother. That's just
1: that right. May be yeah, God. yeah, right. Yeah, maybe God yeah, telling yeah, you, just but giving it's you comfort. Not yeah. your grandma. Yeah, yeah, that's your right.
0: Grandma's not the comforter. Yes, the Holy Spirit is, and so you know, I was just I I. I like you said, though, I don't want to be the person that tells them, no, that wasn't your grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. just, that's the wrong way to go about it. But I always do feel like we have to, God's got to get the credit for these things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if it is a sign,
1: mm-hmm.
0: God's got to get the credit for it, not your grandma. You know what
1: I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. like
0: So with the with the whole, like your whole story and everything is just like absolutely amazing. And, you know, I've listened to it. I think I've listened to it twice now. And, like, honestly, like... I'm not like being mean or anything, but like when you first told it, I was like, of course the 14 years was starting then, Dave. (laughs) I know. Come on, Dave. I know. You should have, I should have been obvious (laughs) to me. I was like, I was like, you know, and I, you know, quite frankly, I mean, I'm glad it was because, you know, that's landed you here and, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're glad to have you. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, I was listening to it. I'm like, I mean, it, it does though. It, it lines up with what I would expect Mm -hmm. God to do, Mm -hmm. honestly, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm kind of like, how come I didn't get a cool sign like that (laughs) guy?
1: Well, it's funny when I felt like that was, I mean, well, I do remember, I mean, when I felt like I got that, I remember thinking what that, what if that means the 14 years is starting from the time I'm getting it and my psyche literally couldn't handle that. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't, I was like 14 years, that might as well be a thousand years. Like, 14 years, of, like, I'm already in so much, like, pain, and I feel like I'm in trouble now. Like, how in the world could I wait 14 more years? Um, like, and I'll be so freaking old. I'll be, <laughs> I'm going to be 44 <laughs> years old. Like, uh, I'll, all my, you know, all my good years are gone. There's no way, you know, right? That's yeah. when the
0: good years start. Like, shoot. like,
1: You know, that, I mean, that's what I was thinking, though, right? Like, so... I, I don't I've not heard a lot of stories like mine where God gave such a specific amount of time of that was going to be a specific like patience and discipline and what ended up being a period of complete just brokenness, like exile, pain, discipline, disappointment failure, hurt, crushing, you know, all of that. It was the 14 years were by far the worst years of my life with almost all of them getting successively worse each year. So, um, I hope people don't get a fourteen-year thing. <laughs> uh, so I hope you don't get that. Oh uh, yeah, I daughter. mean you know
0: I'm I'm not sure that I'd get a fourteen-year thing. Just some kind of sign, you know. It's <laughs> like, you know, hey, you're something special for you. Well, well, well yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 and,
1: and you, that's actually what my point of my sermon is. You should, you will get something that'll be perfect for you. Uh, it'll be perfect for you, but I, you, you only get it in secret prayer. So
0: I, you know, I have I have had you know, an experience if you will. Uh there was a time in my life where uh so I was I was like I was like when I became a Christian in like my early 20s, I think it was. And then I had like a period where like I just really like slumped down, you know, being like, you know, a single guy in like his mid to late 20s and you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. you can imagine. And just like totally slumped down and just feeling like you know, a lot of conviction, like the things that I was doing at the time and whatnot. And I had a dream. Uh it was Psalm uh is it fifty eight where uh David writes a psalm about when uh Nathan goes to him and confronts him about Bathsheba. Yeah, Psalm fifty one. Fifty one, yeah, that's the one. So um I actually had a dream that like it was it was like really weird. Because it was just like, it was my Bible, like my Bible, not like a Bible. It was my Bible and the pages were flipping and it stopped at Psalm 51. And like, that's where it sat. And it was like so vivid and so Mm -hmm. real. And like, Mm -hmm. I woke up and read that and I was like, I was like, hold on a second. (laughs) I was like, are you for real right now? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I did call my friend Mark and get some counsel from him. He was actually the one who... Uh, first preached the gospel to me and whatnot. So that was, uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's probably the closest thing I get to, you know, but it was.
1: Well, and you'll, you know, you get, yeah, especially if you, as your prayer life gets in in secret and private and gets regular, you know, you'll, I'm, I'm almost positive. Just if you ask God to reveal himself to you, you'll have plenty of experiences that are, uh where you'll, where you'll know it is God. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the word of God to you. And, uh, and honestly too, you know, like, uh, even, you know, I even told a story about, um, a dream that ended up me doing something because of a dream I had, but, you know, even then, right. You know, like, um, you know, like God, God's major way, I think he really wants to speak to us, um, is, you know, by a, a relationship and a mature relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit that's just like a mature relationship you have with a person where you have a communicative relationship and you don't need lots of like uh and of course, if he wants to give like dreams and other things like that, but like hopefully at a point you're just like you have such a friendship with God or you know that it's just like um it's like really yeah you're just it's though. it's pretty normal yeah. you know it's pretty normal to be like. Um, oh, I see that this is God, right? I, You know, like, um, you know, there was, you know, now, now that like God has been, through his Holy Spirit, has been pouring out so much, uh, I don't know, his love and presence to me these last three weeks, it's really like pretty easy for me to see, not easy, it, it's been a lot easier for me to see it, see things that in the interactions that I have of like, where God is at work, uh, in things. And then this sometimes which just kind of maybe more like kind of more run of the mill yeah. interactions. Yeah. So, and it doesn't, I don't need like a red bird to come around. I don't, you <laughs> know, there's like stuff like that, but it's just because I'm maturing and God's been very gracious to pour out a spirit in my life too. So, so
0: I guess the the message for today is to, Get in the get in the secret room. Huh?
1: And they, <laughs> How many times did I say that the last two well, weeks? Uh, you know, you, I've tried you've been to repeat it about but, a million know, times. That's a,
0: that's a, that's a method though of like getting a point across. You know, consistently mm-hmm. repeating it. That's yeah. it's actually something corporations use too. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it's yeah. like yeah, it's like they're, they're like mission statement for a reason. Like they repeat it so yeah. much. But you know, that's but that's that's I mean, is that not like a? I'm I'm gonna call it like a key, like one or like like a. I it's not necessary, but it's you know, it's a key thing to mm-hmm. build that relationship yeah. with God to for him to, to pour yeah. love out to you. you yeah. I mean,
1: where where else are we supposed to go? Yeah. You know, it's funny, like a lot of people uh it, you know, it's not like I haven't had a relationship like this with God, but this has just been a special three weeks, but like, you know, I've 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 spent a lot of time praying in my life and um you know, and I, you know, a lot of people ask me here at Faith, like how I preach without notes. You know, I, you know, that's one of the things that people are, they're just like, "How do you preach without notes?" I'm like, maybe I should preach with notes, but but the reason I like probably the the reason I could say I don't preach without, or I don't have to preach with notes is well, one, I do practice my sermons, one, but um, the other one is just like. I've been thinking about these things for like so long and often they're just things I've thought about in my prayer walks and just kind of tried to work through over the course of the last, you know, 15 or 20 years too. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, um, you know, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's not hard for me necessarily to like, be like, uh, here's what it is, you know, like, and, um, so, but anyway, so, but yeah, I mean, but it does, all of this does take discernment. I mean, one of the, and I was going to say the the, the weird thing too is like, one of the things that I think is kind of difficult is that it is uh, just because it's from scripture doesn't actually mean it's from God because it could be the devil using a scripture to mislead you just like you tried to do that with Jesus. Um, Yeah. and so, um, that's like, that's so crazy, right? Like, cause you just be like, is it scriptural? It's like, well, you know, you actually might get misled by a scripture from the devil. So you have to like, understand a little bit, like, um, you know, you got to understand a little bit about, not that, not that, of course, not that the scripture is bad. It's just that where you might be led in like something that you might need to do. And that's where a lot of these people in the past, you know, the saints of the past, you know, they talk about these, what what would be something like consolation where you have a like word or words that come or impressions or discernment or direction that come with peace and joy, peace, you know, peace, joy especially is one of the major like signifiers of like coming from the Holy Spirit. Like this is also attended with a lot of joy, but they also talk about like uh, the, so that's called like a consolation. Like a desolation is like a word that makes you just feel like empty and makes you feel worried and make you... Now, there are times even under God's provision where we'll feel some desolation, but sometimes you could hear, you know, a scripture and feel like, uh, um, you know, in a bad way, anxious. Now, sometimes you can hear a scripture... And feel in a good way anxious because it's challenging you to have faith, right? Like, probably the first time anybody heard that, you know, they should begin to start tithing. Most people have that inward, like, feeling probably. It feels like somebody's stepping on their chest, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to be, my whole finances are going to fall apart, you know, so um because I'm going to start tithing but we know it's going to be the exact opposite god's going to really come through for them and, and really right. do amazing things but at first it's that word that is so like you feel agitated right so you got to be discerning it's hard it's not easy so yeah and I
0: you know that when you bring that up it makes me think of that uh that the name that satan is given which is the accuser
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i mean this is any time that you're you're feeling uh you know anxious about whatever it is or something like that, I guess that would be really that'd be the main time to pull out the uh hat of discernment right and put that on and really start to look at it because like you're saying to I me mean, that can go both ways it can come from God or it can come from him, but one thing's for sure you're not going to get joy or peace from what comes from uh you know
1: the accuser mm-hmm. as Jesus would call him, yeah I mean you know. Satan says to Jesus right like um you know throw yourself off the temple for it is written you know you will send your angel his angels concerning you and you know he and and so he's quoting he's quoting scripture there, and you know that's uh you know and you know the bigger the bigger the thing is usually in your like so I've been getting you know I've been getting some um things in these prayer times that are actually really big really big stuff you know Mm -hmm. and um and it's been what's really been interesting is uh, at first and they're so like cool like they make me so happy you know they make me really joyful and but it is like one of those things like oh i i don't almost want to i don't want to take it to another person because i don't want them to say that's not true you know or whatever (laughs) uh because it makes because it gives give me a lot of joy but actually to me it's like no this is from god like i can like i can even surrender i can even surrender that i don't have to hold on to anything super hard that i'm that i feel like i'm getting in in prayer because even you know even whatever god gives me i need to continually give back to him because i can't hold it you know, um, you know, it's, it's all Jesus work, right? So you want to like, you know, it's, you, you want Jesus to, to do the work, you know, through you and it's not so, so yeah. So that even, so as even some of these big things, you know, I'm, I'm taking to, to Jenny, you know, there's a, you got a couple people that, you know, I'll be like, Hey, this is what I think I'm getting you know, just have them speak into it and allow them to speak into it in a way that's like, uh, you know, that's very, um, they're allowed to say whatever they want to say about it. Right. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know, but that's, that's because it's a big thing. Right. Right. But there's just a lot of these things that are like, I don't necessarily need to bring them to other people because they're not like, they're just, they're actually just things that are very sweet and helpful and to my life that aren't that aren't like affecting anybody in a, in a major way, you know? Right. So, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So we can have things that are kind of just for us and then things that we need to take to other people, the, you know, especially regarding, you know, I'm sure like family and stuff, but like for you in this case, you know, it sounds like even things regarding the congregation. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, as a pastor, you're going to um, be in a situation like that more often than, say, the average guy, like, you know, say me, you know. You know, God's not going to be like, so, for the congregation, this is, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's not, yeah. You know? yeah. He's, he, he's kind of got you in place here for that, you know. And so I think, you know, you probably experience that a little more often than the average person, would you say.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I've... Um, so like I said before, like, since like, one of the things I've been really wrestling with in these prayer times is, um, having to be in need financially and I don't like that. Right. You know, like, Mm -hmm. and so, uh, but like, I really found myself surrendering that where it's just like, Hey Lord, if you want me to be in need, you're going to provide, you're going to provide And Mm -hmm. I'm not very good yet at being in need, but, but I also realized, and part of it was just realizing it through prayer was like, well, because like God's called me this, I'm choosing to be in this, our church has stepped up to help with this, but I, I, I still have a need, but, but the thing is, is like, I have this need and, and it gives me, it gives me more time to pray. It gives me more flexibility to pray, which is much more my calling. Like, you know, the, you know, the apostle says, uh, we will give ourselves to prayer and ministry of the word. And I used to think that was such a waste of time that they would like pray like, what, like, what are you doing all the time praying? And I get out there and preach the gospel, you know, but now I know what they're doing. They're actually getting what to say they're getting the strength. They're getting. They're getting the sight to see where God is at work. Um, they are getting. Um, they're getting from the Holy Spirit the things. They're they're getting the Word of God, and then they're able to go out and preach with a lot of power, and do things in a lot of power in the name of Jesus, right? Because they're so connected with um, to what Jesus is saying and doing through prayer. So. Um, and that is my privilege to get to do that more. Um, the cost of that is for me to have to like really trust God hard financially and to be in need. so i'm in, I'm dependent on other people's abundance to provide my need, but mm. I get this abundance of the Word of God and prayer and uh, so that I can give to those who cannot have as much time and have more need. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I gotta say, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks
0: too for sharing all of this, like both from you know, the pulpit and on here because these aren't things that you hear very often.
1: Oh, I've and never like, heard of this stuff. Actually, yeah, I feel yeah, I like really right I feel, I'm weird. Right I feel <laughs> weird. I'm like you know <laughs> Are you got this uh this is wild. I, actually when I was telling it to you guys yesterday I was just like <laughs> I think I said like this is so weird right and it gets so, and it gets so funny cuz i was like it kind of like just gets weirder, but like I'm like I, I promise you it's like really cool. I, I
0: well I I was loving when you're like oh, okay guys are you still with me? You, I know this is getting <laughs> weird. But are you still with me? <laughs>
1: I'm like yeah 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 we're there. Keep going. Yes.
0: You're like okay I only lost a couple
1: of you. All right. <laughs> yes. So and then when I broke out that story about the uh, the woman at the logos bookstore and stuff like oh my gosh that's so great. <laughs> that was so great funny. That was so great though you know. That was great. I it yeah.
0: To, it all seemed to check out, you know? I mean, yeah, it matched right up. It's right. crazy, so.
1: I mean, it it was really really cool. Um
0: is that is that sermon on Facebook?
1: It is, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and you know, and it's it's really funny because so I have always been like, how do people know when they have their prayer answered? But like I was like you know, because it's like Jesus, is like if you had the faith, you know if you you could say to this mountain be thrown in the heart of the sea, or would do it or this mulberry tree be thrown right. into the heart of the sea. and um and I was just like I was praying, I was just praying for a couple of people, um, and like I just knew i I had exactly what I was praying for them. I just knew it. and like and then I actually like saw it happen. Like it was just like but I, but the reason I knew it is because in I was given it in my prayer times. And so then I just like prayed it back to God, also knowing that I was going to speak some things that were going to be very helpful for those specific situations. Uh but not because necessarily I had any conversation with them about that. It's just like I got that in right. prayer. <laughs> And it was, if I could just see it, I could just see it at work and, you know, it was just amazing. So, so, um, and what is that? Well, this is, that is what Jesus is saying is that when he says, you know, I deliver to you what the father has given me, I only yes, see what I yeah. see the father doing. Jesus gets that in prayer, right? Right. And he gets that, but he's also fully, he's, but he's one with God, but he's also saying Dave and... Eric, you're one with God too. So, like the love that he has for me, uh you have that love now, you know, and and he says if uh you abide with me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Right? And to you know, and <laughs> so it's like but where do you get those words? It's like you get those words in prayer. Now again, I'm not saying I'm not going to prayer like, like all by myself trying to empty my mind, like an Eastern meditation thing. No, I'm, I'm reading my Bible reading plan. That's got an old Testament, new Testament, Solomon proverb. I read that and I, and I kind of just read it prayerfully and some things there. And I, and I try to read it for understanding, not just like kind of some sort of like random of or not just like, yeah, just like some grab bag of verses that might stuck out to me. I'm trying to understand what it is they're saying, you know, what it is the passage is saying, right? Like I'm not just, but then a lot of times something will really just jump off. Will really just jump off the page. I mean, right. And now that, now that I've just have done this enough, it just takes some experience. And a lot of times I'll just ask, you know, Lord, what is it that, you know, what is it that, um, you have for me here on this, you know? But then a lot of times though, but you know, a lot of times I'm also like thinking about it too, right? I'm like, I'm really trying to like grasp at what it is that it is that, that I'm exactly reading, right? Like, so, uh, and so, um. So, you know, it's not like super, you know, I I don't want anybody to feel like this is like super mysterious stuff. It's just like, uh, even though it's, I guess it can be, but I, I mean, just to me, it's just like, God wants to meet us there. He will reward you, you know? And, um.
0: At its core, it's it's a basic relational thing.
1: Yes. It's, it's communication. It's a speaking and listening. Yeah. And, and, uh one of the things that's really changed for me it too is like I will go to pray about something and I'll like try to like put my request out there and I'll actually hesitate a little bit to be like, hold on, how should I pray for this instead of being like, here's what I pray for this. It's like, how should I pray for this? And then, in and, you know, in a few instances, you know, I'll just get a completely different way to pray about something, which has ended up being very, very helpful. And, um, so yeah. So, it's really cool. It's really cool.
0: I uh, for sure. I mean, you know, there was, I feel like there was a time where I was, uh, a lot better at it, you know? And it just, I think we, we talked about this too at our Bible study where I feel like, you know, when I was like single, I was like always, you know, I was really good in my prayer life and reading and all that. And then like, I got married and now I'm like, <clears throat> there's like, birthdays and our daughter and all kinds of other just stuff going on. And mm-hmm. Paul talks about, you know, the single person is focused on the things of God and the, mm-hmm. the married person is focused on the, uh, you know, the, f- the things of their family. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find a balance on that. And, uh, you know, I think this is really going to help me out. Like, you know, when you break it down to, it, it's just like its simplest form and you're like, oh yeah, you know, all, like nothing special really. You just, yeah.
1: Yeah, taking time. I yeah, mean, taking it's time. just time. I yeah, mean, there's
0: like literally we have a whole basement that's always empty. You know, I mean, like, yeah. there's no reason I can't go down yeah. there and you know have that. You know, start off in like, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Right. That's know? exactly right. So that's exactly right.
1: And it's um, yeah. It and it, once you and been it gets to the point where like once you like encounter God, it's like okay, this is this is what I was made made right. for, and you're like, I don't want to. You don't want to miss it but we just so, we just so misunderstand what actually God is calling us into. Um, and we, and I certainly missed completely that. And just what Jesus says to Peter, he said, it says that, um, when Peter says, do not wash, I won't, won't let you wash my feet. And he says, you have to let me wash your feet. And you know, like if you don't let me wash your feet, you have no part of me. And basically God is here to, he's here to give to us and he wants us to receive his love. And that's what Jesus did perfectly as a human being through the Holy Spirit was, was a, he was a man who knew that God just wanted to pour his love into his human heart Um, and that's partially what he was doing when he's going into prayer to receive from the Lord. And then that, from that, you know, of course he did all his ministry, you know, so anytime you ever hear God, the father speak right, uh, in the ministry of Jesus, you hear him say, this is my beloved son, you know, in whom I am well pleased, you know, this is my son whom I love, you know, one, and then of course, one time he does say, or Jesus said, you know, for this reason I would I glorify your or glorify your name, Father. And then He says, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. You know, it's like, and the people are like, they heard the boom, a booming voice, you know. But you hear him just say, "This is my this. This is the Son I love." So it's like when Jesus is on Earth, like his relationship with his father was this. Receiving relationship from his father of his love, which has been his relationship for all eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, but that's what strengthened him. That's what gave him the word. That's what gave him sight. That's what gave him the power to do what he did.